0: with an organization?
1: Yes, I'm uh, the chair of uh, the German organization, IGED. And the that is? Interessengemeinschaft uh, E-Dampfen eV. Okay. We started out as uh, a vaping organization, consumers, pure consumers organization, no industry contacts, uh, influence. Contacts, of
0: course, we are consumers we buy from in the industry. Why is it so important to make that distinction?
1: Mm. Because tobacco control always uh, tries to put uh, people in the industrial corner. uh, For example, uh, we even were on a page from uh, some uh, organization uh, like uh, the Tobacco Tactics in Germany, as mentioned as uh, industry.
0: So you're consumers?
1: We are consumers,
0: pure consumers. And, but you get tagged by uh, tobacco control as yes. being industry shills? Yes.
1: We get tagged as industry shills. And it makes no sense, but for them, obviously, it makes sense. Well, I mean, isn't that.
0: character assassination in a way?
1: Yes. Of course. When we. Uh, when I threatened a lawsuit, uh, they removed us from their page. But uh, they didn't think twice before putting us on it, because we had contact with the uh, German Ministry of uh, Agriculture and uh, and staff, uh, and they simply assumed we were industry because we had contact with the uh, ministry.
0: How frustrating is that for you?
1: Very, very frustrating because we are not industry we have our own agenda. We are consumers and we want to be heard as consumers and they don't recognize us, us, us as people. We aren't people for them. We are some. Uh, well. objects to be uh, ruled over.
0: Objects to be ruled over?
1: Yes. Not even subjects.
0: You know, I gotta tell you, from what my understanding of history, I mean, tobacco control really got its start in Germany.
1: Yes, I'm afraid it does. And it was at a bad, bad time, the black years of Germany, and uh, Fritz Lickend was one of the uh, first to coin the passiv rauchen, passive smoke idea, without uh, any science behind himself. But well, it was cobbled up by his mentor and uh, his mentor was also a stout anti-smoker but back then, they couldn't, uh, they had other things to worry about and uh, they put the anti-smoking agenda a bit on the back burner. Mm.
0: What do you think of the WHO and FCTC and the COP9 that's coming up?
1: Well the problem is The WHO is a lot and the WHO is not the FCDC, the FCDC is a special subdivision. Many people don't make the distinction but I think we should. I think the distinction is important because the the, uh, tobacco control lobby Doesn't make any distinctions between tobacco. Like smoking is something totally different from vaping or smokeless tobacco. But they all put it in the same basket. And we shouldn't do it. We should really see the distinction, the differences between WHO in general. And they used to do a really good job when they uh, could uh, put their their minds to it like uh, on uh, contagious diseases. And it's important. But now the focus has has shifted to the uh, non-communicable diseases like tobacco, which they put all under one umbrella and don't differentiate.
0: Paint a picture for our North American audience about what vaping is like in Germany. Was there a big uptake and now been slammed down or you know did it take off there in the first place? It
1: was a slow uptake. It was only mouth to mouth propaganda. People got interested. I think uh, the most uh, interest was generated uh, when the important anti smoking expert started warning against uh, vaping just like uh, they do with the kids in the US today there were warnings against vaping totally uh, absurd we have no clue what uh, what's in there, what what is happening, but they are dangerous. Uh, even uh, without folks like me, 50 years old, that created curiosity. So I got curious and looked up the internet, what's about it, and then I started experimenting myself, and that's how I got to vaping, and many others too.
0: Is there are a lot of uh, people that are in your, you know, supporters of your organization?
1: Well, we got a few members, some members, but uh, at the moment, the activity is a bit low. It's, it's rather slow and people are complacent. They see the rape shops, they think, okay, everything's okay. We don't need to act anymore. The TBD has settled. Unfortunately, most vapors are wrong. Because the first hit they'll receive is <coughs>
0: <coughs> is a ban.
1: <laughs> no, not yeah. a ban. Not a real ban, but a tax. Right. Starting it's it's already in the law. It starts in July. Mm. And then it will be uh, eighteen, no, sixteen cents per milliliter rising up to thirty two cents per milliliter in two thousand twenty six. And that is uh, even topped with ninety per cent VAT. And uh, then we'll have uh, the absurd case that one liter of pure PG base that you can now buy for about uh, 10 euros, maybe 20 if you are unlucky, will cost an additional 380 euros taxes.
0: 380 euros extra?
1: Extra taxes. And uh while this text won't affect uh pot systems with uh, closed pots and small uh volumes won't affect them t- uh, won't affect them much as the pots itself are rather expensive compared to the volume. Right. But uh for vapors who use uh, who mix their own uh, stuff or who use shake and vape and Other methods for cost cost reduction, they will be hit hardest, and in effect, this will make vaping more expensive than smoking.